This episode is brought to you by Galactic Fed, the award-winning digital marketing agency that I personally use and whose co-founders have both been interviewed on The Maverick Show, Zach Boyette and Irina Popik. Now, I personally use Galactic Fed for search engine optimization and conversion rate optimization, but they also offer services for email marketing, social media, website design, paid media, and more. They're basically a full-service end-to-end growth marketing solution. And they were founded by two digital nomads as a fully remote company, which now has 150 staff in 27 countries, so they understand remote entrepreneurs. What I love about working with Galactic Fed is, first of all, their team is fun and amazing, and I'm smiling and laughing on pretty much every call that we have, but I also love their scientific approach to growth marketing. They've worked with companies of all sizes and industries, ranging from edible arrangement to PixArt, and they've developed battle-tested digital marketing solutions that produce results that are scalable and repeatable. And Galactic Fed now wants to help you grow your business. They're offering you a completely free marketing plan for your business, which you can get at galacticfed.com. That's galacticfed.com. And if you do decide to work with them, like I do, just mention The Maverick Show and you'll get 10% off your first month of services. To learn more and get your completely free marketing plan, just go to galacticfed.com. That's galacticfed.com. And now here's a clip from what's coming up on today's episode. On this episode, we're going to talk about what we all can do today from anywhere in the world to help stop hate and violence against the Asian American communities who are now under attack. Let's get it. is The Maverick Show, where you'll meet today's most interesting real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and world travelers, and learn the strategies and tactics they use to succeed. And now, here's your host, Matt Bowles. Hey, everybody, it's Matt Bowles, and today I want to start by extending all of my love, support, and unconditional solidarity to all of the amazing, wonderful, inspiring Asian-American communities that are now under attack. I want to use this episode today to provide some historical context for the racialized and gendered violence now targeting Asian American communities, and most of all, to provide you with specific things that you can do from anywhere in the world to help and support at this crucially important moment. I am in the U.S. right now, and I have been here for the last year, so let's start with the current climate in the United States. Over the last year, 3,800 anti-Asian hate incidents were reported in the U.S., and over two-thirds were targeting Asian women. At the end of 2020, Asian women also made up the largest group of long-term unemployed workers in the U.S., creating particularly high vulnerability for low-income Asian women in the service sector. This past week, a white man opened fire on three such Asian service sector businesses, all Atlanta area massage parlors and massacred eight people, including six Asian women. He then said he was trying to eliminate the temptation of his sex addiction. 
which is a narrative rooted in a long and nefarious history of white men sexually fetishizing and commoditizing and debasing the humanity of Asian women. Now, this past week, when police arrested the mass murderer, the white sheriff's captain attempted to humanize the killer at a press conference by explaining that he was at the end of his rope and had a really bad day. Soon after he made the comments, it was quickly documented that the sheriff's captain himself owned an anti-Asian COVID-19 t-shirt and had promoted it on his personal social media. Now, to understand the context for all of this, it's important to situate it historically. And to do that, I am going to start back a century and a half ago. It was exactly 150 years ago when one of the largest mass lynchings in U.S. history took place. It's known as the Chinese Massacre of 1871, when a mob descended on Old Chinatown in Los Angeles and massacred 19 Chinese immigrants, 15 of which were hanged by the mob. About a decade later, in 1882, the U.S. government passed the Chinese Exclusion Act, barring all Chinese laborers from entering the U.S. and barring all Chinese people, regardless of occupation or status, from getting naturalized citizenship. For the Chinese immigrants already in the U.S., violent racial animus continued to escalate. In 1885, 28 Chinese miners were massacred in Wyoming and 15 more injured, as well as 68 Chinese homes burned to the ground in what became known as the Rock Springs Massacre. Now, that spawned other incidents of anti-Chinese violence and intimidation on the West Coast, including mobs burning down the barracks of Chinese coal miners and driving Chinese workers out of communities across Washington State and Oregon. Then, in 1902, the Chinese Exclusion Act was made permanent by the U.S. government, and it remained in place for a total of 61 years, all the way until 1943. Now, by that time, World War II was underway and the U.S. had turned its racial animus towards a different Asian American community, Japanese Americans. In 1942, the liberal Democratic administration of Franklin D. Roosevelt authorized the policy of Japanese internment and ordered the U.S. government to forcibly relocate 120,000 Japanese Americans and put them into concentration camps on U.S. soil, the majority of whom were American citizens. In subsequent years, different Asian American communities found themselves the target of both U.S. government repression and racist vigilantes. In the latter part of the 20th century, as U.S. foreign policy in West Asia, often referred to as the Middle East, became increasingly belligerent, it was closely accompanied by anti-Arab, anti-Persian, and anti-Muslim discourses. And then, after the September 11th attacks in 2001, this rhetoric escalated dramatically under the George W. Bush administration, as did the government's policies of racial targeting. And this was accompanied by corresponding vigilante violence against Arabs and Muslims, as well as South Asians from the Indian subcontinent. And then in 2016, Donald Trump ran and was elected on a platform steeped in white nationalism. While his term in office was marked by white supremacist policy and rhetoric targeting numerous communities of color, his final year in office was filled with particularly vituperative anti-Asian rhetoric surrounding the coronavirus. 
that year saw a 150% increase in hate incidents reported against Asian Americans, including violent assaults with weapons and a particularly nefarious targeting of the elderly. Now, keep in mind that over 66% of these hate incidents were perpetrated against Asian American women. And it's important to understand the specifically gendered and misogynist aspects of anti-Asian racism and violence in the United States. And again, a brief look at history here is really important. Seven years before the U.S. government passed the Chinese Exclusion Act in 1882, they passed the Page Act of 1875, which specifically banned Chinese women from entering the U.S. under the guise that they were prostitutes. Then, throughout the 1900s, American military aggressions in Asia, ranging from the U.S. occupation of the Philippines to the invasion of Vietnam, went hand-in-hand with American sexual imperialism as U.S. soldiers solicited Asian sex workers and patronized industries tied to the trafficking of Asian women. The proliferation of tropes about Asian women being hypersexualized, submissive, docile, and sexually deviant, as well as being sexual commodities, have all helped objectify Asian women's bodies and normalize violence against them, including Asian American women in the United States. Since the massacre in Atlanta last week, violent racist attacks against Asian Americans have continued, including the assault and battery of elderly Asian women on the street. Now is the time for all of us to stand in unconditional solidarity with Asian American communities, raise our voices and get involved. Your support is urgently needed. So I want to share some very specific things that you can do to help from anywhere in the world. The first thing you can do is raise your voice and speak out. Share this podcast episode or other information to raise awareness, express your solidarity, and most importantly, to inspire people in your social network to take specific actions in support of the Asian American communities. If you are in the United States, you can learn how to respond to hate incidents safely and effectively by checking out the free toolkit and bystander intervention trainings from Hollaback, which provide skills for identifying and de-escalating incidents of anti-Asian American harassment and xenophobia. I'm going to put the link to those free toolkits and trainings in the show notes. And no matter where you are in the world, one really meaningful and impactful thing that you can do today is donate money to a number of organizations that are doing crucially important work on this issue. And I will include all of these links in the show notes for this episode as well. So you can just go to one place at themaverickshow.com and go to the show notes for this episode. If you would like to directly support the families of the victims of the March 16th massacre in Atlanta, you can donate through the Asian Americans Advancing Justice chapter in Atlanta. If you would like to support Asian American women in particular, you can donate to the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum, which is dedicated to creating change for AAPI, that's Asian American and Pacific Islander women and girls through policy change and legal advocacy. 
If you would like to support elderly Asian Americans in particular, you can donate to Compassion Oakland, which organizes volunteer patrols of, of Oakland, California's Chinatown and offers chaperones for elderly Asians to protect them from vigilante violence. You can also donate to Heart of Dinner, which combats food insecurity and isolation within New York City's elderly Asian American community. They deliver love and care by way of weekly hot lunches, fresh produce, and bulk ingredients, all while supporting local Asian small businesses. And finally, the psychological trauma of anti-Asian racism and violence has created a huge increase in the need for mental health services. So you can donate to the National Asian American and Pacific Islander Mental Health Association, which promotes the mental health and well-being of the AAPI community. Once again, all of the links are going to be in one place. If you go to themaverickshow.com, just go to the show notes for this episode, and there you will see the links to all of the organizations and resources mentioned in this episode. And I just want to thank you in advance for stepping up at this crucially important moment, showing your love and support and solidarity with the AAPI communities in any way that you can. You're amazing. And I appreciate you. Good night, everybody. Be sure to visit the show notes page at themaverickshow.com for direct links to all the books, people, and resources mentioned in this episode. You'll find all that and much more at themaverickshow.com. Learn how Maverick Investor Group can help you by cash flowing rental properties in the best U.S. real estate markets, regardless of where you live. Schedule a free phone consult today at themaverickshow.com slash consult. Now you can buy rental properties with tenants and local property management in place so you don't have to be a landlord or a rehabber to get your questions answered and discuss how Maverick Investor Group can help you meet your real estate investing goals. Schedule your free phone consult today at themaverickshow.com forward slash consult. If you like podcasts, you will love audiobooks, and you can get your first one for free at themaverickshow.com slash audiobook. Whether you want the latest best-selling novels or books on investing, business, or travel, try your first audiobook for free at themaverickshow.com forward slash audiobook.